This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear on today's show, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. While at the website, please feel free to head over to the radio page where you can check out past shows and you can subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Now, during today's episode, we're going to discuss something that we're all guilty of, uh, no matter how careful we are with our finances, and that's bad financial habits. Curbing your bad financial habits can be a real powerful tool in your journey to achieving more financial independence. And not only that, if you have an overall financial goal that you're trying to achieve, whether it's paying off your home, buying a new car, maybe retiring a little sooner, or just getting out of some some debt, uh, eliminating these bad habits can really help you get there quicker. Uh, before we roll up our sleeves and take on this topic, I'm excited, of course, to have our co-host with us, as always, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Well, good. Good to see you again, Greg. I've had a great week. I'm excited for the show here. How about you? What's going on over there? Um, well, we've been getting a lot more busy. Uh, we got a client appreciation event we're trying to plan coming up in, in March is what we're shooting for. So we're about to send out a mass email uh, for that invite. Got a couple of people from uh, our money manager partners at Grady Investments that are going to come out and, and join us and meet some clients. So that's in the works. We're excited about that. Well, that is good. That's very cool. And I know uh, you're more than happy to have uh, invite our listeners to some of those workshops uh, and seminars that you do. They're very educational and there's no cost. There's no obligation. So that's awesome. Now I'm excited about the show. This is a good topic. I like to think Greg that I'm good with money, uh, that I don't make too many impulse or, uh, unwise financial decisions. I mean, we all have in the past, but I suspect that like most people, if I really went through things, uh, I'd probably find some choices uh, that would make me cringe. So why don't you start with uh, telling me about bad financial habits that you've seen? Sure. Um, I think it's important to note that not all bad financial habits are are created equal. Uh, We're all entitled to grab lunch out with our colleagues from time to time. And there's obviously nothing wrong with the occasional latte or, or a weekend getaway. I mean, after all, enjoying life is just as important as money, but it's a balance. You know, there are things, some big and some small that can really make a difference. Uh, The first idea uh, we should discuss is simply not spending more than you earn. Uh, A recent piece uh, titled Seven Bad Financial Habits You Need to Break Now, and this was published by the interestingly named uh, but reputable website NerdWallet, uh, nerdwallet nerdwallet.com, and they note that one in five Americans spend more than they earn. So that's 20%, and another 38% are just breaking even. So that's nearly 60% of people that are either breaking even or spending more than they make. Now, if you can join the 40% 
who spend less than they earn, you'll be doing yourself a favor, uh, a real financial favor. Wow. So I like sites like NerdWallet. They always have great articles and good information. Uh, what's some more advice from that article? Well, they emphasize uh, two that I really agree with. Um, so one is stop ignoring your bills and stop using credit cards like it's free money. And it seems like obvious advice, but people are guilty of that. You know, when it comes to paying your bills, you don't want to wait until, you know, you get that phone call, put it off, put it off, put it off, get ahead um, on your payments. Your payment history is a significant factor in your financial future. Uh, in fact, according to another nerd wallet article, um, how to build your credit, the third, uh, one third of your credit score is based on your ability to pay your bills on time. So very, very important. And with credit cards, especially, it can be very easy to get caught up in the moment, right? You go to the mall, you end up making several purchases, simple swipe of the plastic. What's the big deal, right? You'll, you say to yourself, you'll pay it off when the bill comes in. But then at the end of the month, when it does come in, um, you might choose to make the minimum payment or maybe you had a little bit bigger balance than you anticipated and you're not paying it off. And then it just starts to snowball on you. Um, so I understand that credit cards are, are important and they're a necessary part of life for a lot of people, but if they're not handled correctly, uh, they can almost single-handedly destroy your financial goals and dreams. Yikes. And, and we don't want that. Nobody wants that. And not relying too much on credit cards, that registers with me. Uh, my wife and I are trying to get rid of them all and not use them. Um, some cards can really hit you with high interest rates that can make, you know, that new pair of shoes or maybe golf clubs you've been wanting as much or 15, you know, it could be 15 or 20% more expensive mm -hmm. uh, with, with that interest. If you pay that, uh, you should always be asking yourself, is this really worth it? Right? Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, it's it's really what is it going to cost you, um, you know, in the long run, and and having discipline is really is really the key. Uh, this article also notes that complaining about your paycheck is another bad habit that a lot of people share, and it notes that you know complaining doesn't solve anything. If you really think you're underpaid, you know, go to your supervisor, make a thoughtful case. Um, after that, if you don't get the raise you deserve, maybe it's time to start looking for another job. Uh, the bottom line is don't undervalue yourself. Um, don't, don't complain. Always strive to what, to get what you think that you're worth. Well, you know, now that you mention it, I wanted to talk to you about my compensation for the show. Uh, I'm glad you brought, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I, I really, I really am. I, I'm just kidding. And I can get on board with that. I mean, I think a lot of people probably have moments where they think they're getting paid or aren't getting paid. I should say what they deserve, but it takes real courage to go to your boss and advocate for yourself and um, let them know, hey, I, I need to make more. Uh, but that boldness just might be the best choice you can make. Yeah, definitely. And in the end, you know, replacing a few of your bad financial habits with good ones, like keeping up with your bills, remembering credit cards on free money, they really have a profound and lasting effect on your financial future. Right. And you know what? I think that's huge, obviously. And I know you have a lot more to go over, but let's take a minute to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary 
no cost, no obligation consultation. Yeah, for anybody listening, um, I'm always willing to speak with our listeners. Um, if you want a face-to-face meeting or you just want to talk about something you heard on the show, uh, feel free to pick up the phone. Give my office a call, 791-2924. Ask for me, Greg. I'm, I'm happy to meet with you. Um, as Tony mentioned, too, uh, we do complimentary, uh, no obligation consultations, too. So if you got to want to get a retirement plan in place, um, evaluate where you are, um, give us a call or reach to us online at therogroup.org. So today on The Retirement Paradise, we've been talking about breaking those bad financial habits that plague so many Americans. And you talked about spending less than you make. Obviously, that's key and crucial. Uh, Paying your bills on time, which is also good, and not treating credit cards like free money. Uh, Some of those may seem obvious, but we need to be reminded of it. It's very important. Uh, so let's keep this conversation going. What other strategies are out there for breaking bad financial habits uh, do you have for us? Well, I, I recently read an excellent U.S. News and World Report article, uh, Five Ways to Break Your Bad Money Habits, and it highlighted some some really helpful information. And the article brings up the importance of setting realistic goals, not just setting goals, but setting goals that you can actually uh, obtain, which I definitely agree with. And that goes for finances, um, exercise. If you make unrealistic goals, you're not going to accomplish them and it just gets more frustrating. So set goals that you can make. And it, it also notes that many people, they fail at changing their bad financial habits because they fall into this uh, feast or famine mindset uh, when it comes to their money. Now, if you attempt to completely deprive yourself of every indulgence or, or enjoyment that you get, you're eventually going to give up on the notion of budgeting because you feel like the whole process is just too hard. Uh, so conversely, if you spend freely and give into every conceivable want, you're bound to pay a heavy cost sooner or later. Yeah, I mean, moderation in all things, right? Uh, So what else jumped out at you from that article? Well, it actually mentioned something, uh, Tony, that we talked about quite a bit on the show, and that's tracking your spending. Um, That's something that I've long advocated. And don't just do a mental inventory of what you think that you're spending. Take the time to do a real inventory. Um, Whatever is easiest for you. Uh, Collecting receipts for everything you buy. Uh, Some people like spreadsheets. Go on the spreadsheet. Uh, There's apps out there on your phone. I I like one called Daily Budget. Um, It's a free app, and it gives you exactly what that says, a budget every day of what you can stick to. And it's a way to really track your expenses. And it really just illuminates what you're spending and what you're spending it on. And it makes you uh, think twice so that these purchases uh, don't come back uh, to bite you. Yeah. And having a visual on what you're spending seems like a good way to really understand where your money is going so you can break any potential bad habits that way. I mean, diligently tracking it, uh, what you're spending on things like food, clothing, housing, and necessities, uh, that's probably going to help us determine where we're spending unnecessarily. Uh, What else do you have for us? Yep. Uh, Another article, uh, HuffPost.com. So this is seven bad financial habits and how to fix them. And they advocate for a potentially uh, radical realignment of your credit card habits. So again, here comes the credit cards again, right? Avoid racking up unpayable amount of credit card debt. Uh, The article urges people not to use their cards for everyday purchases uh, and instead using them for emergencies, like maybe an unexpected car repair or something like that. And I know a lot of people like those miles, uh, you know, airline cards and stuff, and they make their their payments all with that, with the idea of paying it off every single month, which if you can do that, 
that works, but there's a reason they give these miles away. Most people, yep. they're betting that you're going to slow pay that eventually. So just be very aware. And the article recommends don't use it that way. Yeah, I would say not. Um, you know, and cutting up your credit cards, uh, that's even, you know, uh, there are folks out there, uh, that say cut up your credit cards if, if they get too high and, uh, you know, some people just can't handle a credit card. So maybe that is a good idea. It seems drastic, but, uh, it would, uh, prevent you from taking them to the mall for shopping. Right. Yeah. Um, my, my brother is terrified of credit cards. He doesn't own one because <laughs> he knows, uh, he'll, he'll, he wouldn't follow into this discipline. So if you, if you're not good at it, I had a client yesterday I talked to too. He's like, I never had credit cards. My wife uses them. I don't touch them because I know that if I just have it, I'm just going to spend. And if you know that about yourself, then you can take these necessary steps. Um, right. One more thing I wanted to mention, um, Tony, it, it's, is, uh, payday loans. People have seen these uh, shops, you know, in the shopping centers and stuff. I just wanted to touch a little bit on that. I know a lot of the people we talk to don't don't necessarily use those, but I think listeners probably might have kids that might use these. So it's kind of good to point out um, that the interest rates on these things are incomprehensibly high um, and they end up creating a whole new cycle of debt that leaves people feeling hopeless and desperate. Uh, In fact, Payday loans are so harmful that they're actually banned in 14 states and there are nine other states that come with restrictions for these. So the article suggests instead of going to one of these places, sell something old, you know, sell some old items or cut back on other expenses. Basically anything you can do to stay out of that payday loan cycle. Yeah, I think people should do anything they can to avoid getting into credit card debts or utilizing those uh, payday loans. Terrible. Uh, that's a bad habit. And they're, they're more like a payday nightmare, honestly. And mm-hmm. it's sad to think about how many hardworking people fall into that payday loan trap. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And so don't, don't let your kids, you know, get into that either. Just, just steer them away from that. Um, but back to the, to the U S news and world report article uh, that we mentioned earlier, uh, this covers uh, the importance of things like uh, setting realistic goals you can achieve and changing your mindset. So I think both of these are very uh, easy to do and extremely important. And again, just to reiterate, setting realistic goals is important because if you reach too far out too quickly with your goals, you're likely setting yourself up for, for failure. You know, it's like, again, to the to go back to the analogy of working out, if you all of a sudden you, you don't work out at all and you're like, I'm going to work out six days a week, you're going to burn yourself out and you're going to end up quitting. Um, to, to tie that into spending habits, let's say you like to go out to dinner a lot and your habit is maybe three nights a week and you say, okay, well, we're not going out to dinner anymore. That's over. That's probably not going to be sustainable. So, I suggest maybe transitioning down to twice a week or do it for a month and then maybe do once a week for a month, you know, kind of like quitting smoking, you know, slow down. Don't just go cold turkey, implement a reasonable process that you can accomplish. That's going to help you achieve that. And changing your mindset is also vital. For example, if you give up one of your weekly meals, um, don't focus on what you're depriving yourself of. Instead, focus on how this small sacrifice will help pay down your debt faster. And why are you doing it? Focus on the positives. Um, this is going to help you reach your retirement goals quicker. Yeah, you'll have more money to spend on things you really need 
uh, later on, or you'll be able to save more and it'll grow more and you'll be able to retire sooner. Uh, those are those types of goals are good to have and good to work toward. Now, uh, this is Retirement Paradise. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And of course, Greg, you're our host. Greg Gunther is here. And Greg, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you because we're talking a lot about some great tips, uh, but it goes more in depth. And there's a lot of strategies when it comes to investing and retirement planning. Uh, how can they set up a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation with you? Well, we uh, retirement um, optimization group, that is our goal. We want to help you get to your retirement dream uh, as soon as possible. And that involves cutting down on debt, saving more, having your investments aligned, being within your risk tolerance, um, having the right mindset, organizing your assets. All of these things are extremely important for you to get to your goals sooner. Um, we're here to help. Um, if you would like a complimentary no obligation consultation, give us a call, uh, 791-2924, or you can, go, you can go online at therogroup.org. Well, that sounds great, Greg. And you know, we've been talking about the importance of finally breaking our bad financial habits, and we've all had them. Uh, some of us have different bad habits than others. Uh, a lot of folks struggle with finances, so this is good to go over for all of us, I think. And you talked about making sure we don't spend more than we make. Uh, don't treat credit cards like free money. In fact, don't even treat them like money. Uh, be really careful of them. Be wary of them. And definitely don't use uh, the payday loan industry. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a good discussion so far. I've been surprised by some of what you've told us about, especially about payday loans. Uh, fortunately, I've never uh, gotten sucked into that or needed that. So what's next on the list? Well, in the first two segments, we use the word bad a lot, right? We're talking about yeah. bad habits and this. So I thought yep. for this last segment, let's focus on the word good. Ah, uh, a little positivity. Yeah, because there are plenty of good financial habits that many of our listeners could easily put into their toolbox if they haven't already. Well, I think that's a terrific idea. And after all, it's probably wise for all of us to focus more on the good than the bad. What do you have for us? Well, a very nicely done article from goodfinancialsense.com, that's sense uh, with a C, the pun, uh, 27 good financial <laughs> habits. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, so if you want to look it up, that's that's the website, sense with a C, uh, 27 good financial habits you need for ultimate financial success. And they make a point that really jumped out at me right away, and that is to pay yourself first. Uh, if you're like most people, you're working hard and you're living within your means. And if that is the case, you've earned the right to do a little something for yourself. So the easiest way to do this is to put more money into your 401k or open up another separate retirement account. Um, as you, your hard work continues to pay more, it leads to more income, give yourself a raise by increasing the amount you're contributing uh, to your savings. And that's what pay yourself first really means is you really have to treat it like a bill. You're, you're putting money into this account so that you don't have to work eventually. That's why you're at work after all every day, right? And so eventually you don't yep. have to <laughs> so, yeah. to pay yourself first. Yeah, I like that. I mean, if you're working hard, you're making good financial decisions, you should reward yourself a little bit. So are there other ways we can reward ourselves then for a job well done? Oh, that there's, there's plenty. And the article uh, nicely describes uh, how you can sp specifically do that. One of them is by um, focusing on buying value rather than always buying what's cheapest. 
And so and all the people always kind of lean towards what's the cheapest one, but that's not always the best um, option. And there's there's obviously plenty of times when you could buy the cheapest and should buy the cheapest product uh, because there's no real difference between one or the other that's more expensive, but that's not always the case. Um, example, let's say you need a new laptop. Should you buy one from a brand that you know that's reputable and is up to date that you've had positive reviews on, or should you save a few bucks and buy that knockoff brand that's got all the junk software on it that you've never heard of and hopes that's going to be good enough? Yeah, and that's a no-brainer. I have a great example myself, Greg. Uh, my wife and I finally uh, uh, bit the bullet and splurge and we're getting new windows put in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and with windows, they're very expensive. I mean, uh, but you do get what you pay for with windows. That's a that's a great example. Uh, I happen to know a lot about windows and mm-hmm. I'm from an area where one of the best window companies is at. Uh, and there are a few window companies here, but uh, you have to pay more, uh, but then they'll last forever. You could get cheap vinyl windows and then they're go- not going to last. Right. So um, it is worth spending extra money. Uh, for something especially like that that you know will last yeah exactly you know what you might spend a little more up front but you save more on the back end like a a roof is another good example right you can get a 10-year guarantee roof that you're going to replace in 10 years you can spend a little more and have it last for 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 life there's lifetime guarantee roofs so yeah that's a good point um so that that's something that the article really pointed out and another tip that i liked from it was um paying your bills ahead of time don't wait for the due date but but do it beforehand. You know, if you have a little extra money now, um, why not get ahead? Um, not only maybe pay a little early, but send a little more to your mortgage payment or your car payment. In fact, if you just make one extra payment a year, which doesn't have to be full payment all at once, but if you just add a little bit to your monthly payment, um, you're going to knock so much interest off off of that. The way that loans are amortized are they collect all the interest in the beginning and then it's more principal towards the end. So if you can do this early, um, it really compounds on how much you're going to you're going to save on, on those payments. And not only does this um, relieve yourself of that debt uh, even quicker, but knowing that you're playing the game with a lead rather than coming from behind, it's it's a good feeling. Right. That is a good feeling. I, I like that. And there are, uh, you know, uh, speaking of great feelings, uh, imagine what it will feel like to pay off the house of the car months or even years earlier than you initially expected. I think mm-hmm. that's really, that that would be a great feeling. So what's next? Um, one suggestion is if, you know, you've put yourself on solid financial footing, uh, maybe it's finally time to jump on that business idea you've been dreaming about. I mean, initially you might be able to use your idea as a side business, provides a little extra income, but if it takes off, uh, perhaps you and your spouse will be able to give up your current job and pursue it full time and keeping the same income level. Uh, by doing everything you can to stabilize your finances, it opens up more opportunities for you. So it, it kind of has a, uh, again, another snowball type of effect. Yeah, yeah, it can. It just it starts rolling downhill and it's it, it can be uh, hard to stop. And I like the snowball effect in that sense. Um, so by doing everything we can, that's good. I think you've pretty much described the American dream right there, though, right? Yeah, um, that's pretty much it, right? You're self-employed yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, one of the most rewarding things about 
controlling your finances in a positive way uh, that I want to touch on before we run out of time here is is our ability, your ability to give to others. Uh, when your expenses are managed and your retirement strategy is in place and you, you have a nice comfortable goal that you feel you can attain, you can begin to share uh, your money uh, a little bit to, to others. And that, that could be through charitable giving, um, tithing to your church, uh, or maybe it might be just taking a friend out to dinner who can't afford it, you know, and, and just treating him just to be nice. Uh, being able to share, you know, what you've earned with people, it causes you to, it gives you a really, really wonderful and rewarding feeling. Right. And that's the feeling we're looking for. And I think that's awesome. Uh, now, uh, you, you can purchase your dream home or maybe that car you've always wanted, but nothing's going to give you as much satisfaction as the ability to do good things for people you love or for your community, right? Yeah. And you know what, Tony, let's go to lunch today on me. Uh, awesome. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> I that's, feel so uh, good about it already. Uh, that's as, as unex- unexpected as it is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, our time has uh, flown by again. Um, yeah, it sure is. It was a great show. Um, Tony, you were awesome. And I just wanted to um, invite the listeners right now to check out our website, therogroup.org. Any questions you have on today's show, uh, please feel free, to, uh, feel free to reach out to me, uh, 791-2924. I am offering no obligation, um, no cost consultations. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Good show, Greg. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.